0: Hey, so little message up top. Brennan for somehow he didn't record his side of the audio. And so we're just gonna put out my side. So you're gonna get one half of the show. Uh we'll see you guys next week. And I'll I'll chop the the spaces to make it a little cohesive. Might wanna play this one at two times speed. Hey, what's going on? It's your host, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with my co-host, as always. Live and in color. Doing this a little later than normal. Um, had a flight, long weekend, Fourth of July. Nobody was waiting for this, right? Nothing big happened in the the world of sports, right? 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 Um, well, we're in the we're in the dead time, so. But we have a lot of free agency to talk about in the NBA. Got a couple of MLB topics we're going to get to. Only two of the big hits this week. Not a lot else going on out there. Hockey's a little quiet. There's been a couple signings by uh, the Lightning. They've been making some moves so far. But not a whole lot. Um, And then we're going to get to the quick hits. And we're going to make this a quick episode. And we have no walk offs So, to get in and get out of your ear holes, let's get to it. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Brennan, what's going on in Brooklyn? I know you don't live in Brooklyn per se, but it's very close to you, and there's there's a mushroom cloud going on over there right now. Can you can you can you tell me what's happening? 37. Still hasn't played a second. Never put on a uniform. it's very annoying the way he's trying to dictate it as well, because he's trying to dictate where he's going to go yet. He has no trade clause. He has no, no trade clause. Um, and the two teams he wants to go to is Phoenix, who was the number one seed in the West last year, or Miami, who was the number one seed in the East last year. If we're to believe all reports and then other reports I've been seeing are, he doesn't want. He only wants to go to Phoenix if Booker and Paul are still there. So can't trade them in the trade. Only wants to go to Miami if Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, and Bam are still there. Can't move them in the trade. So he's hamstringing the the trade pieces in return as well. So it's like, do you really want this? Or are you just kind of flexing your muscle because? One of the things is Bam can't get traded because there's this whole weird designated player thing. So he can't go because, yeah, so he can't go because Ben Simmons is there and you can't trade for two. You only could sign two. So it's very interesting as all this, how all this is going to go down. If we're led to believe it's being done the way it's been said, he said, He said at the end of the season, he said, me, Kevin, Joe and Sean, we're going to figure out what's going on with this team after this, like in the offseason. It's like, you don't, you don't own the team. You're a key cog, a key player, but you don't, you don't run the franchise. Well, Brennan, I don't know if you're aware, but Kyrie opted in, but that wasn't. Saying that he's going to remain with the team, they're trying to figure out a trade partner with him as well. The biggest, uh, the front runner in that is the Lakers. Yeah, so um, uh, it's all bizarro world at this point. (laughs) You know, Jiraiya Sensei, oh, my Naruto fans. Which you will can't can't sign and trade DeAndre Aiden because of the designated player thing this makes me think like is are are these trade requests really like are they real because I'm just thinking I'm just thinking on what Kyrie was saying how oh, the foolish person believes da-da-da-da-da, and then he opted in. It's like, is this just more fodder? Is this more frenzy? to Because con- both of them are trolls in their own right, and are they just trying to troll the media and be like, oh, we fed you guys a fake story, and look how you just started chasing your tail. Like, we control you, you don't control us. I could see a scenario where that ends up being the the whole thing for both of them. Yeah. Well, you don't have to lie in the bed if somebody wants to buy you a new bed. Anyways, um, <laughs> the reason I do say KD is, a, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's you know kind of poking at the media because he's gone at Stephen, not in the same fervor as Kyrie and Stephen A had last week. But he's poked fun at Stephen A, he's poked fun at Skip Bayless, he's poked fun at Colin Cowherd, like. He's not. These guys don't live in a vacuum. Like they pay attention to everything that's going on online. Like him and Nick Wright had a back and forth uh, a short while ago. So I wouldn't be shocked if this is all just posturing and you know a big joke at the end of the day. Though I do think they're gonna leave because that's a that's a that's a lot for a funny joke, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, for a ride. (laughs) But See, that's what we thought was going to happen when Kyrie was at at the initial opt-in, opt-out moment. It was like, okay, they're going to do a sign-and-trade, and and KD's just going to be like, hey, my hands, I have no blood on my hands. I never said anything, blah, blah, blah. But then the day after Kyrie opts in, he's like, all right, I want to be traded. And it's like, what the heck? (laughs) So but but, by that notion, then that means- Kevin Durant would be outwardly saying, "I don't like that guy. I don't think that guy's a good teammate i don't I don't think these guys have protected their friendships through a lot. We've reconciled one change has been made. <laughs> They're giving me ownership stock in the team after I retire. That's the only way I can see that going down. All right. <clears throat> Do I usually hit sound? I never remember. Do I hit a sound? Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Rudy Gobert, Brendan, Uh, don't know if you saw this in the, in the, what is it? Is it it's not the twin city. It's the big star, big skies. It's the twin city, <laughs> Minneapolis. The Minnesota is the state. So, what's the state's nickname? <laughs> so, Rudy Gobert, the Frenchman, is going up to Minnesota, leaving Utah. Brian Winhurst had this right with all his "hmm, ha, who, ha, he," all that good jazz. Uh, Brendan, do you think this? Do you think this is a good move for the Timberwolves? <clears throat> Would you care to elaborate? <laughs> Would you care to elaborate? You're the one person that watched them. No, Donovan Mitchell. I was like, you started confusing me. You said it like two times. I was like, Devin Booker? (laughs) The Land of a Thousand Lakes, the Gopher State, and the North Star State. I believe I had that one. (laughs) yes they were um where there's no lakes um i i'm trying to figure baseball i love that movie i'm i don't know where i fall the jazz why they go to utah <laughs> um i don't know if it's a bad move <clears throat> i can't I can't definitively say it's a bad move yet. I, Excuse me. I have to see it. <laughs> My body rejected the notion. I have to see it in application. And when I say that, I don't, I don't think they're going to be a, a, a deep team either way. But Minnesota hasn't made the second round in 32 years. Can they at least make the second round? That's a lie. They've only made it past the second round one time in the last 32 years, is what I meant to say. Will this be the move that gets them closer to that? They won't make it out of the first round. They were they were a playing team and what took the Grizzlies to six. I'm not saying they're gonna make it out of the first round, Brennan. I'm just saying. I want you to think, could they make it out of the first round? Think of it. Think of it this way. What's the one knock we have on Carl Anthony towns. Doesn't play big, doesn't play defense, wants to shoot too much. Don't, don't got to worry about that. If you're now playing the four. You got Rudy to do all the dirty work inside. Now he gets to open up the game. He gets to expand the court for the rest of the guys. He opens up the paint for Anthony Edwards to get his slash and dashing on. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You put Rudy, you put Rudy and D'Angelo Russell in that pick and roll. Pick and pop, kick it out to Cal on the outside, the best shooting big ever, or whatever he wants to call himself. I'm just saying. I'm just asking you to think, Brett. Right? I'm not telling you how to think, just asking you to think. They're not asking Rudy to spell Carl Anthony Downs. They're just saying play with them. them. See what I I, what I thought you were going to go to is the first thing that I thought of when like a weird situation like this kind of arose was oh yeah we'll play Russell Westbrook at the five and it's like what the (laughs) yeah and it's like what the hell but I mean they won won a lot of games. (laughs) They won a lot of games. Again, faltered in the playoffs, but what is success? Success in Minnesota would be one round, winning one round. That would be. At this at this juncture in their career, he's waiting the second year at this juncture in his career. I think that would be a lot. Getting that first playoff win would be a lot. All right. Well, I think we found a happy medium there. Yeah boy Brent James this is my account I guess James Harden who was at the White Party Michael Rubin's White Party. Weird connotation when you make it Michael Rubin's white party. Um with Meek Mill, Joel at B, PJ Tucker, uh you were at Michael Rubin's white party in the Hampton. Um I think Carmelo was there, Tyrese Maxey was there. Um he opted out, Brennan. He did the unthinkable. He left 30, about 40 something million dollars on the table. Woo. Woo. He left 40 million on the table. Opted out to do the team friendly thing so far. That's what, that's what he's saying. He's opting out so they can sign some other guys, some key guys. They've already gotten PJ Tucker on a three year deal. Who's don't forget. PJ Tucker, 37 years old. He has a three year deal. He's going to be playing until he's 40 years old. He ain't no LeBron dream. Anyways, um, well, what what were your thoughts when this came across your ticker? Came across the the AP wire. Whoa, you're asking for a lot. He was just at Michael Rubin's white party in the Hamptons. Did you catch that part? <laughs> He will be strip clubbing all summer long. (laughs) They gave up Seth Curry last year. I missed that one. Sorry. Talking about his astrological sign. well we gotta disagree with you on a couple points one we know the man ain't coming to he ain't coming he's not coming next season ready to go best shape he's like he's not coming he's not coming in the best shape the lab I'm just gonna take that off the table now all right um the second thing is if he wanted to show that he was willing to win he was on a team last year that was one big toe away from going to the Eastern Conference Finals, if not the NBA Finals. He could have just sucked it up and played out with the Nets. Um, I just can't believe that, man. I just can't believe that. At every turn where he had the opportunity to take less, take less of a burden, he always chose what was best for him. Um, this move is definitely a different uh difference in the pattern of behavior, but to think to think that he's gonna be in the best shape of his life at thirty what three years of age now. I just it'll be thirty three at the start of the season. Um he'll be thirty three at the start of the season. I just looked it up. He's thirty two currently. <laughs> <He could've>... <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I, I just, I. Yeah, he's back. Mm-hmm. has not I mean he could do that <laughs> I just I'm I'm going to have to be very convinced I've I've been no <sighs> I've been staunch in my displeasure with uh his playing style. He is one of the my least favorite people to watch play basketball just because his game For a while there was predicated on just trying to get fouled and go to the free throw line instead of actually, you know, play basketball. Um, And he would have to make a level of commitment other than this financial hit. He would have to make a dedication and commitment in order to put his best foot forward. The last remnants, I don't know what it is about Philadelphia, but the last remnants of what we saw from him last season was him choosing not to shoot in the fourth quarter in a similar fashion that Ben Simmons did the year prior. He just would vanish in the second half of those games against Miami. And and after that, he just, yeah, he just vanished. He was the invisible man. Um, so yeah, I, I there's a lot more i have to see his playoff performances in the past. There's nothing he can show me in the regular season that I haven't seen. It's all it's all postseason for him. It's all postseason for him at this point. So, yeah. Sorry. One more round. All right, Brandon, we're going to do a quick one more round. Give me any deal that you like. Or dislike. did they have they resigned that that official or are you reading this or are you reading this do <laughs> okay Wow Well, my favorite move so far, and we're only going to deal with people leaving teams, um, this wasn't a free agency signing per se, but the Boston Celtics made a big, big trade, traded from Malcolm Brogdon away from the Indiana Pacers. If Brogdon is 100% healthy, he is the point guard they need. He is long in size, so defensively, he can match up with just about any other guards at 6'5". And then he's just the smart, guy that you they need on the court. He's the guy that's going to set up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown so we don't have to see Jalen Brown bounce the ball off his foot. We don't have to see Jason Tatum dribble a thousand times to get to his spot to just turn around and do a fadeaway. No, you can get him to his spot quick and early and then he can make a faster decision right then and there. Um, so I think Malcolm Brogdon getting traded to the Boston Celtics is probably going to be one of the biggest moves in this offseason. Anything else? No, yeah. That's the biggest thing you got. Anything else? What did I say? The 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 Hawks got DeJounte Murray from Spurs, nothing on that. Zach Levine Supermax. Nikila Jokic Supermax. Yo, get super max, you know, light work, six years, three Oh three. Well, it was a five year, 26, four, but basically six years, three Oh three. John Morant. Zion. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the Bradley bill thing. It's very interesting because I was having this conversation with my buddy who actually grew up with Bradley um, and his good friends with Bradley still to this day. And I was like, I was telling him, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not going to tell somebody to turn down $264 million. Um, but if he were to walk away, I think he would not receive the blowback other players have because one, he stuck it out on that team through, oh shoot, through thick and thin as well as um as well as nobody and it's not a knock on him but nobody is considering him that one player that can change the paradigm of the of the league like a Kevin Durant picking up and going somewhere where that shifts everything so that that causes the ire of the public i think if Bradley Beal to leave people would be like oh okay yeah you probably deserve to be somewhere where you have an opportunity to win dude Oh, yeah. Helen Brunson to the Knicks. Yeah, and the other thing about that is when I mentioned Zion and Ja getting their big extensions, you know who hasn't gotten their big extension yet? R.J. Barrett. Third guy in that draft, kind of like last year. I wouldn't say out of his mind. He played, he played reasonably well. He played the level of his draft status. He did not lead them to the playoffs. Brian, you are you are drinking the New York Kool Aid. Julius Randle was the best player on that team. <laughs> 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 Orange Julius, Brennan. Go on, get it together. All right. Moving on. Brennan, I got a question for you. Again, I'm gonna reference the fact that you are in New York. Is it championship? It's championship or bust for the Yankees. And what, what happens if they don't win it? Don't think they blow it up? Booney's out of there. If Booney doesn't win it this year, Booney's out of there. (laughs) Well, people thought Booney was going to get fired going into this year. They didn't. So that was the shocker. Um, Man, I can't. They're playing. I think they should blow it up. Blow it up. Well, you can't because he's not even on the contract. So oh. Giancarlo saying, yeah. Um, I don't know if you could trade him because of the albatross of a contract. You might just have to eat most of that and send him on a give him a plane ticket to Las Vegas, potentially. Hey. Um <laughs> Uh they're going to have to they they'd have to do something drastic though. They can't just keep going. I'm I'm talking I'm talking they just flat out just don't win it. They just don't win it. They you said it a lot. You said it a lot. It's just it's, Man, the Astros have given them a run for their money consistently. And then you got Boston kind of getting their shit together at this point. Yeah, so they finally got their shit together somehow. Um, And then you got everything going on in the NL. Now, the NL teams aren't comparable as far as record-wise, but I think the NL is a little more difficult, so it gets you more battle-tested for the postseason, like the Yankees, uh, the the Mets. Well, the Mets are playing against the Braves. Braves who have been very, very good. Um, Marlins and the Phils, you know, we'll, we'll let that be what it is. Uh, but then you got the Dodgers playing the Padres and the Giants every other day, it feels like. In the first round, yeah. And so it's like, I... Th- <clears throat> I think I think if the Yankees don't win it man they're gonna have they're, they're gonna have to resort to drastic measures like everybody's getting fired everybody's on the trading block and let's just start this whole thing all over again because you don't go out and go get a Garrett Cole and pay him 30 over 30 mil a year to not win a World Series consistently something insane and they haven't paid Aaron judge yet so they'd have to then add the Aaron judge contract onto that next year So it's, it's, it's bizarre, man. It's bizarre. Speaking of bizarro, have you you been keeping up with the Freddie Freeman drama? (laughs) Freddie Freeman. Now, for those that don't remember, Freddie Freeman last week was a, was a babbling brook. He was, he was, he was the crying Dutchman. He was the crying Dutchman. Um, All because he went back to Atlanta. He apparently didn't want to leave and whatnot. And so, right after we recorded news broke that, um, Freddie talked to some of the people in Atlanta and they told him, Oh yeah, we sent you another, offer. we sent a counter offer and we just never heard from you again. And so Freddie deduced that his represent- representation, representation wasn't being honest with him, fired his agent, uh, fired the agency altogether, just cleaned the house as far as his representation, representation goes. And, um, Again, this still looks very odd when you're currently on a team that is fighting for the top of their division. When you're making moves based on something that happened in the summer that is gone, you're not going to get back to Atlanta at this point. You're on a new team. Ooh, show business. <laughs> well, if they're getting married in October in baseball, it means the Dodgers are out of the World Series and Braves are. But, um,. To revert back <laughs> to revert back to the Yankees conversation, I looked it up. Their cap is currently at 260. Their best players are 31, 32, 30, 36, 34, 32, 33. Basically saying they don't have really anybody under the age of 30 to speak on. Outside of Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres is the only person at 25 years of age. He's literally 25 years of age. Nestor Cortez is 27. He's come on pretty well this season. But they got an old team. This is their last ride. This, this is one of their last rides. Oh. Speaking of mushroom crowds in New York City, Mad Max is making his way back to the mound tonight, Brennan. What do you think we can expect? Freddie Freeman needs to stop crying. God damn it. You're playing for a team that pays you a handsome amount of money. You're playing with teammates that are counting on you to perform. You have been. But if we don't think we can go... If we don't think we can go to battle with you, man, then I don't want you. Eventually, these players aren't going to want him there anymore. They're going to be like, dude, if you want to go over there, just fucking stay home. The Dodgers have enough dead money on their books already. They can just just tell them to stay home. We got other people that can play first base, my guy. All right. Like, I mean, geez, I mean, he's a great bat and all, but we won the World Series before you got here, buddy. All right. All right. <laughs> Don't necessarily need you. All right. The madman, the man with two colored eyes is back on the mound, back on the bump. Brennan, what do you think we can expect out of him? Do you think he's going to be 100% back looking right? Or do you think it's going to take him a little bit to work his way into it? Five, six, seven starts. It's a lot of starts. There's only like 33 in a season. Wow. Uh, I think Matt is going to come out the gate smoking. Uh, great time to bring him back playing against the worst team in the MLB and the Reds. Um, so I think he'll make mincemeat out of that lineup. Brennan, what did you just say? We're two games away from 500 and we played the sorry ass Angels. So so weird. The weirdest team ever. The we- They have two generational players on their team. One of them pitches And bats. And is really good at both of those things. And they still suck. And they still suck. They're losing to the Marlins right now. Just saying. Just saying. Marlins up 1-0. Sandy El Cabajo on the mound right now doing his thing. On the bump, but um, yeah, no. So Max is gonna he's gonna make do of the Minnesota, uh, the Minnesota, the the, the Cincinnati uh, roster today. That'll be basically like another rehab start because they got a team full of minor leaguers outside of Tony Pham. Tommy Fam, Tommy Fam, who is you know number one hands team. Smack you up, uh, you know. Um, but yeah, no. So I I think he's he's not gonna have a stellar performance, but he's gonna look pretty dang good today. Uh, he may get through five innings um, and then he'll be ready for his next start next week. Got anything else you want to add? You'll be surprised how quick and it- quick may may quick hit. Loving all the dead air because <laughs> of miscommunication. Quick! Terry McLaurin signed a new deal, Brett. We have not seen one for Debo Samuel, but Terry McLaurin has signed a very lucrative contract. What do you think this does for the receiver market? That was the most interesting part of the contract that kind of confused me, kind of baffled me for a bit. Normally you talk about quote unquote, the guaranteed money, but this one, the language was very specific to say the signing bonus. Is it the same thing? Basically? Zero after that. Yeah. 70. uh, Actually, I'm saying now 76.4. Very specific of the new money is guaranteed. Yeah. Basically, he's getting two years guaranteed. Two or three years guaranteed. Hmm. Yeah, the next day you can get coach. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Uh let's go to the Big Ten discussion real quick, Brennan. Um the Big Sixteen, actually, you were correct. So over the weekend we had USC and UCLA sign on to join the Big Ten. Which we are now gonna call the big sixteen. Brandon, what were your thoughts when this news first broke? This broke in the same day where Kevin Durant asked for his trade. Yeah, um it's weird, man. It's very odd. Uh so you talked about the big the big implications of it. I'm gonna talk about more of the smaller implications of it. What does this do for the travel of uh let's just say the golf team of the Rutgers? like you have to now fly all the way out to California in order to get to compete in your conference. Like what does this do to the swim team? Like where's the swim meets going to be? Like we always think about the macro sports. Now, if we just want to consolidate and say only the big sports matter, then, you know, the universities have a whole, uh, again, a title nine compliance issue with that whole thing. But um, it's just, it's just so, it just makes no sense. Like, Call me a goddamn tr- traditionalist, but I'm still upset that Maryland is in the big 10. Why the fuck is M- East coast ass Maryland in the Midwest ass big 10? Like it makes no fucking sense. Texas and Oklahoma going from the big, uh, t- what the fuck is the big 12 over to the SEC? Like at some point, you <laughs> two you to miss the bees. Miami used to run the fucking bees. Um, not in basketball, football, but we used to run the fucking biggies. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just baffled at and I shouldn't be because all of this is pure greed and everybody's just running for dollars. But the thing is the thing that I was discussing this with my buddy uh when this broke was this is in the same way that excuse me. Texas and Oklahoma are not gonna be better or have a competitive advantage or have better seating in the uh, playoff system as currently constructed. And if they add a 16 team thing, then you know that how it goes, however it goes. But USC and UCLA have been walked all over the past. It's going to get bad. It's not going to get better. Like these teams, they're going to lose to fucking Iowa on a yearly basis. And then they're going to have to go look at their boosters. Lincoln Riley just left Oklahoma so he didn't have to go to the SEC. And then he walked the USC just to stroll into the Big Ten to see Nebraska and their 40 rushing plays in the first half. With his South South California guys who are all fucking a buck 30 soaking wet to get ran over by the next Jonathan Taylor or Monte Ball. Big offensive lineman, UCLA is going to be non-existent. They're not. They're going to be irrelevant as a football entity. It's. It's. They don't, and they meant so much to me. So what do you think happens to the ACC at all? Do they just do those teams split and get absorbed by the two conferences and then we just have two conglomerates? So then what do you think? I mean, what does this mean for the new college football game? <laughs> All right, and with that said, we're going to go to the WNBA recap on Thursday, June 30th. We had Erica Wheeler and the Atlanta Dream taking down the New York Liberty, 92 to 81, on believe, a Sunday. Sunday, the Sun beat uh, the DC Mystics by a uh, two points. Uh, the Dream actually knocked off the Storm. That helped me, you know, weather the storm during my weekend in Atlanta, um, and the Lynx put it on the aces. Beating them 102 to 71. That's the number one team in the in the in the whole W uh, the Aces that got rolled. Um and then on July 4th, the same day that uh Brittany Grinder's note to the president became public, uh the Mercury went down 75 to 78 to the uh, LA Sparks. So just a couple of games, you know, quick little recap. Free BG. Because she should be home. All right, Bren, let's get to the press conference. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety.
1: All
0: right, Bren, where can we find you? You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can head over to my website JoeDorville.com where I have followed suit like Brennan. I've dropped all the prices on my merch. No, I'm not going to be money hungry anymore. Um, eh, what are the things Oh, you can check out my music under the moniker headphone. Joe, no, oh no, ETV and TV season 2. Um, don't forget to check out this show's Twitter and Instagram at Kieran Press. Don't forget to head over to the website, Anulo.co to check out all the other shows on the network. Uh, Brennan, Let's get out of here, buddy. Hello. You shout. You shout to Mike Greer, first black EM in the NAKL, baby.